going on, girl? Hey, Prina, nothing much. Oh, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all week, man? Pretty good. good. So, yeah, you know I've been doing this month on Badu, trying to explore, you know, what this app is about, what the guys are looking for, and really just trying to figure out, like, how does this whole thing work? And so um, Jason was one of the first people that I met on there. My name is Jason Curry. I'm 37 years old, single, independent black male from Rochester, New York. What brings you to Badu? Just to, you know, try something different. I'm from, it seems like I'm stuck in two eras, you know. I was born in the 80s, but grew up in the 90s, and now, you know, experiencing the millennium dating scene. It's quite different from how I was when I was growing up. It was more like you have to be in the flesh to approach someone and get the phone number, interact with them, eye contact. Now, nowadays, you don't have to do those things. You can just see at home in your boxers or in your t-shirt and by the end of the night you might end up having a date for the next day so depending on what you're looking for met several ladies on, on dating websites facebook one uh but i do not too much you know you got to be a little bit more cautious about how things. many young ladies have you met on badu three but the first one was not so pleasant i would say like the person portrayed to be someone else that i got catfished all right then you know like you when you online date, you got to go so the visual is pretty nice and the, the, the face matched the voice. So we got a little bit more in-depth to getting to know each other, you know, over the phone first. I was new to the whole experience, so I was, so was kind of skeptical about just, you know, meeting somebody off the whim. You guys video chat before? No, we didn't. Nope, not at all. Why not? I, it wasn't on my mind, and I, I don't think it was on a young lady's mind at all either. So that's why I think that the whole video conversation didn't come into play. You know, I'm more like old school. She was more like old school, too. She was more into meeting in person. So uh, we end up making that happen. Uh, I was a little disappointed because that person could have just, you know, been honest with me at the beginning. Something more recent pictures of herself. All right. We met in a uh, public place at the mall. I wasn't really too nervous because, you know, I'm, I'm not like a nervous individual, just more anxious than nervous. But we touched bases with a lot of different things. We act, we actually had like a good connection. You know, we talked about our uh, sex intimacy. Um, we also talked about, you know, where, we, where will we see each other in five years individually, not together, but uh, our dreams and goals and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, just basic things you ask a person when you want to get to know them. And uh, it got a little spicy, and it, it also got, like, we also had, like, a good friendship connection. Like, we had, I feel like when somebody can make me laugh and we can have those moments, you know, that's that's special. So the visual was, you know, in person was something totally different. Well, you know, in her picture, she's like a little, you know, I would, I would these days, in the, this, this day and age, they consider it, they call it slim thick. So she was, like, slim thick, nice body, nice pretty face, you know, nice smile, et cetera. Everything that a guy likes. But when I met her in person, she was about 100 pounds bigger than... It was actually her, but she was like 100 pounds bigger than she portrayed to be in her picture. So it kind of like dampered the moment. Still talk to the individual. We're still friends. We're still cool, you know, and there's no love lost. I just told her, you know, the bit, You know, because it's almost like when you're a kid and you anticipate something, you know, when you're a child, you anticipate going somewhere. And then something comes up in your parents' life um, that's pretty important and they can't take you. So it was almost one of those feelings, you know what I'm saying? You get put up, you know, you build yourself up to get put down. You know, after I, you know, came to my senses, I realized she was a good person. Did you have sex with her? No. It wasn't something that I was pursuing after we encountered each other. It was 
not even, you know, not even remotely close to what I was thinking. So the other encounter was a little spicy. That came off like real spicy from the beginning. And uh, it took me a while to bounce back from that, that, the first one. So I was skeptical and you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's when I discovered the beauty of video chatting. So, you know, we used to video chat frequently almost more more than we would talk. We were physically attracted to each other. She was my type, I was her type. And we didn't have like that same um, connection that the, me and the first girl had, but it was just like more of a physical thing. We end up having our uh, casual sex. She was definitely what I was looking for physically, but mentally uh, we didn't have any connection. She wasn't the best at holding conversation. I will just describe her as being um, ghetto, not uh, representing herself in the right light, you know, as a woman. Should. And uh, it was really like not, no substance behind her. She was just more like a uh, what men would describe as a trophy. You know, you take her out, you have a good time with her, and then she go home. More of a physical relationship. So when you use dating apps, what is your like intention my intentions you know is deferring somebody that's uh decent you know that's that's just that's my intention you know just to you know sometimes i do it out of i do it out of boredom to be honest just having one of those moments where i just need to interact with somebody that's why i'm not really too up and keen on it i really like to meet women in person from a woman as i'm like surfing through there and i'm looking at profiles what i notice is that when i talk to guys they tell me that they're there because they're bored And secondly, the lack of effort that they put in the profile. I'm even surprised that any person would swipe right on them because it's just like a fuzzy ass photo of them me mugging mugging the camera, like no smile, no inviting look that lets me think that you're even friendly or personable. And then sometimes it's just with no caption of of describing who they are, what they're about. I often see... Like one photo, one like raggedy ass photo with like a private photo. So it's like, okay, dude, are you trying to get by on good looks and a big dick? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so to each is, I mean, hey, that's that's the side I haven't ventured onto yet. You know, I I, I have a tendency of um, shying away from pictures where it's just a face and I can't see the rest of you. I don't know if you're in a wheelchair. I don't know what's going on. So I might not be into a woman that's um disabled. So I won't want her to you know, trick me into um, thinking that she won't win, she not. That's just like uh, if a, a man was on there for training to be a woman and he looked like a woman, but, you know, he's a man. As far as, like, the private photos, do you see, like, a lot of women putting, like, nudes and stuff in their private photos? Definitely ran across uh, several of those, definitely. And it's like sometimes you don't even have to ask. They just, you know, you know show you it right then and there you know it's like wow like i couldn't see myself taking a woman that that does that kind of stuff seriously no because i'm not the first or the last man i've seen those pictures you know there's, there's nothing that really separates me from the uh, next the next person she attracted to so now nah, i can't really put too much trust in face when a woman that that do that kind of stuff and uh there's no gray areas either you're a, a, a person that's really looking for uh, somebody that's real or you just uh, look in the play. Do you think that those other women that are, you know, portraying themselves like promiscuous or whatever, I mean, do what you do, do you think they, it makes it harder for other women to be taken seriously? Oh, most, oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah, without, without a doubt. Uh, I, I would definitely say that, you know, and make, them, and make it a little bit harder for them because, you know, you're not... It's almost like a uh, a man that got a whole a whole bunch of money. They don't know if 
you know, the women want to deal with them just for them, or they just want to deal with them because they got money. And same effect with, as far as uh, a woman, you know, from a good woman perspective, you don't know if the man want to deal with you because you're a good woman or he just trying to be an opportunist or, you know, see what he can get from you or see what he can get out of you. People use it for, you know, several different purposes. Some people lonely, you know, they just want somebody to talk to. And then some people, you know, they, you know, you got some that's out there when they, you know, they see a fat ass, you know, excuse my, you know, and, and you know, they want to have sex. You know what I mean? It's, it's used for, or, you know, you can just be a person that's not too social. You know how you have hard, a hard time socializing with people in public. So, you know, you'll use that as a crutch, you know, to be more of a sociable person. I notice like a lot of people that social on social media uh, sites and all that, they really not like that in person. They pretty timid and, you know, they, they really not like the person they portray. So that's why I say like all that online dating and everything that's smoke and mirrors and it's like easy to, to detect if, you know, somebody uh, is trying to pull one over you, pull one over on you. You know, I I will pretty much say like somebody got one profile picture and this and you in Rochester, but it looked like they live in California somewhere. And they talking about they want to hook up and have sex, and, and you you know you looking like what the hell? Like why is you? It's different. People use it for different. People use it to you know manipulate men. Um, you know some women manipulate men for money on those sites you know for uh sexual favors you know it's it's just a ton of things people use for sex for i know some people you know steal your information off your site and that's why i deleted this site that badu site because they can steal your information and sell it have all these telemarketer type people calling your phone all the time so and pos is another one plenty of fish uh it's, it's a little bit more direct, you know, you can, um, you can talk to a person, you know, um, but I do, they have like these different categories, like, uh, like as if, uh, it's a popularity contest, like certain people you can't talk to. And there's people that I didn't talk to, I didn't met and, you know, I didn't met them and I couldn't talk to them on Badu, but like, if you want POF, you can talk to them like directly, just hit them up, you know, and, uh. Do you see the same people on Badu that you see on POF? Oh, of course. Yes, most definitely. Your preferences as far as women, because part of the reason that sparked my interest in doing this is because I read a statistic that said that black women get the least responses on dating apps. So, um, yeah, across the board, (laughs) across the board, um, Asian women get the most. And Asian far, women get the most. Asian huh? women get the most, and as far as <laughs> as men getting responses, Asian men get the least responses from all women across the board. <clears throat> I can imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> you treat me right, and you know you you definitely. But I lean more towards black women. If I deal with a white girl, she got to be like a white girl. She can't be the white girl that try to act black. She got to. You know, I don't know if you know exactly what I mean. I'm not trying to be like um, racist, but. uh just, you know, don't abuse the English language, proper etiquette, you know, uh, things of that nature. Uh, shop at Aerocrombie and Finch and, and, thing, and, you know, just like a all-American white girl. And what is it that you like about black women? Uh, they know how to, they understand me the most. They understand my, my struggles and, they, you know, they, they understand me on a personal level. You know, it's easier for me to communicate with them. It's easier for them to, um, 
you know, blend into my lifestyle and, and what I represent. It's a no-brainer for me when it comes to black women. They cook my favorite cuisines. They can be a bit challenging. And, you know, that. And what I, in, in life, you know, why wouldn't you want to be challenged? Why wouldn't you want somebody to push you for something great instead of for something good? And that's what a lot of black women represent. They represent excellence. They're not going to deal with a weak man. If he if he a black, if if he's a he's gonna be a strong man. So and that's what the culture represents for me and, and what I'm a part of. So that's what I lean more towards. But because I truly want someone I can call my wife one day. I'm not just doing this in vain, just to sleep with a whole bunch of women and say I'm the man. Just to say I'm a man, I can sit down in my rocking chair when I'm 80 years old with my son and tell him I ran through all these women. I mean that's not cool. Or you could tell him you met met his stepmother on Badu. <laughs> Exactly. You feel me? Dead real. You feel me? Exactly. So the next interview I did was Ty. I actually met him through Jason. He's his cousin, and he's actually producing his own podcast. I asked him the same questions about dating apps and online dating, and he had some interesting things to say. I've done the dating app, a few different ones, and I've get, I've gotten the same result. It's about the women that are on it and how often they be on it or how long they've been dealing with. Black women, though, they don't, they, they're real picky online. They look at the bio, they look at the picture, and it's all face value. Well, it, I guess it depends, man, because not everybody approached. It's the same. I've come across women that if they have come across, like, some, I guess, no good dudes or they've met somebody online, it doesn't matter about your approach. They're all cautious and skeptical. Black people in general, them the main ones that complain the most, that always got some type of stipulation or only because, like, they really, they've been through so much and it's history that kind of, like, lets them go forward. And instead of looking at somebody like they're brand new, they assume that all men are going to pretty much out for the same shit. I'm not, initially, I don't get online to look for a woman or to find a girlfriend or to find like my soulmate or nothing like that. What I do is I get on there and I try to find people that's like-minded, women that's like-minded, and find something in common. Once, you know, if they reply, which is rare, but if they reply, then that opens up a conversation. But a lot of women are vague. Nah, hey, my name is Tyree, da 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 I like your profile. I like to get to th get to know you, see what thing, kind of things we got in common. I try to come off as a good guy, came off as a bad guy or, or you know, the asshole or a pervert. I've tried different approaches and it's all been the same result. You try to come off as the asshole or the pervert? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of women that be like, oh, I don't, I don't like a good guy or, you know, they don't want a, guy, a dude that sounds soft. So I mix it up and give and send out a variety. Say, I'm a nice guy. The ones that don't have a picture, they might have a whole bunch of memes as their picture, you know what I'm saying? Or they have a picture where they're covering their face, you know, them selfies in the bathroom mirror where the, where the cameras or the phone is covering up their face. I mean, it's kind of even when it comes to that aspect. So I've gone on there and I have, I actually went live a few times and when guys get in my live, I let them know, listen, I'm rating profiles. I'm not rating based on your looks. I, it's on a scale from one to five based on effort. Whether you have variety of decent pictures, right. are they clear right. pictures? Do you have a caption that describes like what you're looking for and who you are? Here's where most men like me with good intentions. I've always presented myself online with these dating sites and apps that I'm not looking for something serious at the moment. You know what I'm saying? I want to build first. And a lot of ladies profiles that I read are the same, especially black women. 
their profiles is, oh, I just want to get to know somebody. Uh, don't don't think you, you, you know, I'm not a no fuck buddies and no one night stands. You ain't just about to hit it. I ain't trying to meet you and this, that, and the third. Like, all of these rules that you're giving in your profile, what man is going to be attracted to that? Mm. No woman is really opening themselves up to that stuff to, to even let a good guy come in because they're automatically thinking that most people that's going to message him or send an inbox or whatnot is about some bullshit. With a dude like me, and I hear something like that, whether I'm talking to you or I'm reading it, if I hear that, then I'm not interested at all. Because apparently you automatically got a, a stigma about who's going to message you. And if I message you, whether I'm nice or not, woman might look at the picture, look at my profile, keep it moving. Okay, I'm not that interesting. Okay, that's fine. I got that part. But if you've already got in your mind that most of the men that's going to message you are trying to fuck, trying to come spend a night, get something from you, or take something out of you, then, you, then a woman has lost already in her search for this find either love, companionship, or a partner. They've already lost. What kind of women tracked you on the site? Like, what kind of, what do you see in their profile? They'd be like, oh, okay, I, that seems interesting. What they like to do. The things that they tell me, that, the things they put in their profile that they do, you know, whether it be work, hobbies, social life, you know, I try to pay attention to the ones who are explaining themselves and their personality. Because my, I, I guess my discernment for people is really good when I'm around them. The vibe that I have or the vibe that I might feel, the already giggles. I'm real keen on, on determining what type of motive you have and if you're sincere with whatever we're talking about. Have you ever been able to, like, you know, connect with somebody and meet them off of any of these sites? One particular woman turned out to be crazy. Tell how to go down. So I was on POF. I met her on POF. So I met her on POF. You know, the conversation was cool. We kind of clicked on the phone. And then I was like, okay, well, let's meet. I had just moved back to Rochester. You know, I wasn't really looking to settle down with nobody. Just looking for... I'm, I'm more comfortable with females for some reason. And, like, some males, but they got to be, like, my day one. But most females, if it's going to be a new friendship or a new type of situation or encounter, then it's usually women for me. With no intentions and, and, you know, not me thinking like, okay, well, maybe one day I can get with her. That's not the case. I'm more so getting information on how women are and how they think. So the best way to do that is to pay attention to them. We met. She's older than me. She's about four years older than me. And when we met, you know, everything was cool. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Let's go chill. We go out, go to the movies, things of that nature, do friend stuff. And when she wanted to get, you know, a little more intimate, it took a minute for me to, like, buckle, and we ended up having sex. And from that is when she got crazy. <laughs> now, I don't know if it was a dick. I doubt that. I just think it was a connection, right? She, like, like you change, you exchanging your soul with other people when you, you know, have intercourse with somebody. Like, that soul time, pretty much. And I don't think she knew how to really handle it. And then later on in life, dealing with her, knowing that she was dealing with some issues from the past, and she never really let go of. In what ways did she come off crazy? Okay, here's an example. My son had a birthday party at a skating rink. He done already had his friends and everything taken care of and paid for it and all. She shows up to the skating rink and the girl that I was dating at the time, like she wasn't invited. Her kids wasn't invited. She just showed up because she knew that I was going to be there. The girl I was dating at the time, at the end of the party, they were leaving. She was walking, my girl was walking out with her son and she walked up to her and was like, oh, so you the new one. Oh, you know you number three, right? And then walked off. You guys had sex, but you weren't together? Is that what it was? Yeah, there was there was no title. But she was exclusive, though. I was just fucking with her. Mm. As far as sex goes, I was just, like, when it comes to that, if I don't have, if we don't have a title or make some type of arrangement or agreement that we together, you my girl, I'm your dude. If we don't make that type of arrangement and it's just sex, then that's what it is. And I figure her being older than me, you would understand that concept and that particular limit. 
and those lines that you can't cross. And she crossed those lines. So she felt my personal business outside of her was her business as well. Oh, she overstepped her boundaries. It's even crazier when you're trying to cause tension with something that I already got. I'm, I'm already in a relationship and you're trying to create something between that. That's how it ended. But the majority of the women that I see, black, white, Puerto Rican, doesn't matter. The ones that I guess, well, first things first, there's a lot of fake accounts on social, on, those, on these dating sites. A lot of them are robots. Because you'll send them, I'll send a message to somebody and then I'll instantly get a reply, talk about text me here or go to my email. You know what I'm saying? So you got to filter out that part first. So it's really hard to tell who's like organic and who's a robot until you get a response. So you really, with men on my end, and you never really know until somebody texts you back or they hit you, they message you back. But the pictures that I see, a lot of them are provocative. A lot of women who don't want to show a whole bunch of skin, but might have some titties, might show their cleavage. You know what I'm saying? Might have a little butt shot with no face. You, you know what I mean? Use what you got to get what you want. <laughs> Man, fuck that. I understand that, but what if a nigga can't put dick pics out there? Just like you said, that's a turnoff. So what makes it what makes it better for a woman to put her ass or titties out there? Because it gets her, it gets her through the door, I think you know. Right. So the same with that same with that same thought, a man probably thinking the same thing. My dick pic gonna get me through the door. What are some ways that will attract the kind of men that she's looking for? Don't be scared to reach out. Don't wait for them to reach out. You see something you like, send a message. The thing the thing with that is they can't be scared. Say the 1930s, 50s, or 40s and all that. Don't wait for a man to approach you. If you like somebody, if you like them, say something. Now, here's here's where women can, like, avoid making mistakes when they do something like that. If they approach a man excuse me, and he jump on it, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm with it, this, that, and the third, and doesn't, you know, have some type of hesitation, don't fuck with him because he, he only out for one thing. Those type of men don't know how to handle a woman approaching them. Similar to long-distance relationships, you can't have a long-distance relationship with everybody. Not everybody knows how to handle that. Not everybody knows how to be faithful when they're not being seen. If he's too excited about, oh, shit, that's what's up, da, 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 let me get your number, this, that, and third. And if he's, like, overly excited and going with everything she's saying, then he's not the one. Hmm. Immediately t- immediately turn around and walk away. Run, Forrest, run. Facts. <laughs> Facts. But the, one, but the one that's like, okay, well, let me get your number, we can talk, blah, blah, blah. Subtle, give him a chance. Not saying that he's not, he ain't, you know, he could probably be an ancient nigga too, but he more than likely you have a better chance of getting the truth out of him versus somebody who's just going to jump on you and they're going to try to fabricate and hide everything and lie about whatever, try to impress you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you, Ty. All right, no problem. So my question for Tyree is, um, did he have a girlfriend when he started fucking a girl that he met? Because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like he had a girlfriend and him and the other girl just started having sex. And he's like, that's what it was. That's what she should have left it as. Like, how are you going to try to ruin something that I already have? Like, isn't that him ruining it? But the way that he made it sound, though, was like... It did sound funky, right? Because I, I, yeah. I, I felt that way, too. Yeah, it did sound funky. Because um, I'm like, wait, how are you... You had a girlfriend, but... Yeah, I just knew you were going to ask that. Like, you know, why the fuck... Okay, yeah, that, so that's just, that was, that was funky. It was like, so why are you even, why are you even meeting new people anyway if you're in a relationship? Like, I'm just so confused with that. That's, that's the only 
like things. Like otherwise, Tyree felt like he was pretty level-headed, and Jason sound like the women that men talk about um, who don't like good girls or don't like good guys. They go for bad guys. They always say good girls love bad guys, right? They don't like the good guys. They like the bad guys. But he clearly met someone that he had a connection with. He was disappointed that she was slightly overweight. So therefore, he put her in the friend zone. He meets somebody that he can suck and fuck on and so care everybody else. He's disappointed that you got what you asked for in the first situation. He said he had no connection with the girl that was fighting, other than her being fighting. With him, he kept saying, like, you know, I don't, you know, a lot of people be on here catfishing. I felt like I, I had a little catfish situation. To me, it sounded like he really liked the girl, um, but it's apparent that physical is really important. Physical attraction is really important to a lot of men, or at least with him anyway. Well, from my understanding, what I've been told several times by men is that men are visual creatures. I get that. They are visual creatures, but at the same time, if you have a connection with someone that you feel like you haven't had this connection with anyone in a long time. You're willing to give that away because of what exactly? Because physically she's not in the shape that you would want her to be in. Not that she can't get into that shape. Like that could have been a goal of hers had they furthered along, you know, the conversation. But I personally don't feel like a woman would throw a man away because he was overweight. If they had all these great qualities. So it's just kind never, of crazy. Like, never, never. They never would. You, that's why you see little uh, little people with fat guys all the time. They oh, never would. love fat guys, first of all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like that. They could care less. For real. So I just thought, like... I got a chubby right. side nigga here, too, girl. Girl, listen, I'm not mad about it because we both are eat good. But I'm just trying to think, like, in Jason's situation, it did sound like he really liked her. He probably still does. It just doesn't mess with her because she's overweight and so it was something else that he said oh this is where where he killed me i want the white girl that's a white girl not the girl who try to act black who misuses the english language excuse me motherfucker he couldn't say ever <laughs> girl and i'm like first of all i order shit out of there what are you talking about like all of the things that he named are typical women things in my opinion not necessarily having to do anything with race, but for you to for him to say that, that just sparks like a whole bunch of other stuff to me. Like, first of all, white people do not speak proper English. Black people just tend to think that they do because they have a different accent than us, but that's not true. We just have a different way of speaking. And for you to say, like, how are you going to say a white girl isn't a white girl because she likes different things? I literally grew up with a girl in my neighborhood that they call white girl Amanda. Amanda isn't acting like anything. Amanda's being herself. So you can't say, like, I just thought that was, um, that was shady right there, just on that tip. Like, she got to be a white, white girl. Like, I just, I didn't like the way that was very stereotypical, which you did say. Like, what are you saying right now? But yeah, he really, <laughs> he really fell in love with that girl and he was sad. Like, oh, she overweight. So, listen, big girl get wet too. What's the time getting? <laughs> uh, say it again, girl. <laughs> Listen, a lot of us find exactly what we want, not in the package that we expected, and that's okay because that's life. Nobody is perfect, and I just feel like, I, just, I don't know, that rubbed me the wrong way. I think something that stood out for me, what Tyree had explained was, you know, when he's on the dating app and he didn't get a lot of responses, something interesting I thought was when he was saying, like, when women list out all the things that they don't want, it it 
doesn't attract men. Men are just like, fuck it. I thought that was um, very valid. And I, I say that because if you focus on what you do not want, that's all that's going to come to you. If you keep focusing on, I say this all the time about people on their Facebook and Twitter sets. Like, if I'm constantly projecting, like, I don't, I don't, I hate cheaters. I don't want men that cheat. I don't, like, if I'm constantly projecting that, that's all that's going to come to me because that's all I'm projecting. Focus on what you do want so that you can receive it, so you can be open to receiving it. Amen, girl. <laughs> yeah, that to me was really, I was like, wow, because, like, I see some guys on there saying, don't message me if you all about this. Like, I see guys, some guys doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. what I was doing was um, <laughs> I was rating people's profiles, which was pretty funny, like, on my live. Well, I'm looking at your profile, and it doesn't say anything. You just have one fucking blurry-ass picture and no caption. Like, what am I supposed to know about you? I've been, because of this experience of me, like, being on the app, I've been pretty open into, like, replying to everybody that reaches out to me. But I'm I'm trying to imagine if, if I wasn't doing this, would I, like, would I respond? Because I think a lot of women, oh, look, oh, he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Or what do we expect? But I found that interesting that they were like, you know, oh, I, I was bored. I'm bored, so I'm on the, like, that makes me not want to get on a dating app because... You would be so surprised how many men, I mean, I have, like, screenshots of, like, conversations... Uh, the, one of the first things that I asked these guys when I when they messaged me, like, hey, what brings you to Badu? And a lot of them, honestly, I'm just bored. It's just something to do. Like, It makes me wonder because I have two female friends that actually took the time out of their day in life to actually sign up for Match.com, which has a lot of reviews and you know, has a long questionnaire, but it's been found that a lot of people are too lazy to even go through the questionnaire. But I know these two, my two friends actually got one there and they haven't had those same experience that you described. They've met like good quality people. They've seen quality profiles. And so I think it has a lot to do with the dating app requirements. Cause it don't take nothing to create a dating app. It's just about easy as creating a freaking you know, website or something. And that will make more sense because if you're putting money into something, that means you're serious. So you're going to have different experiences with people. You're not going to, you're not trying to waste anybody's time and you're not trying to waste your money. So I always Mm -hmm. heard good things about Match because it's like only a certain amount of time you can do it for free and then you pay for it and people seem to find a Match, (laughs) dare I say. So, well, I don't know. That might be my next venture because I was thinking about after I log off Badu and I finish this, what will be the next app to explore that I haven't done before? Like Black People Meet. I think there's a BLK app that's out that I've never tried before. And just kind of seeing how those ones are in comparison. Debrina, what did you think? Uh, you remember when old boy said, you know, he was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, or whatever the yep. case may be. So dating in 2019 is different for him, especially when he's on these apps because he's used to meeting people in person and stuff back in the day. This intertwines with my theory that I speak about all the time with, like, social media apps and Instagram. They have people's idea, you know, their, their mindset. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say brainwashed. 
But they got these dudes growing up at I a think young that, age. I think that's the right word. Yeah, at 18 years old, they already are saying, thinking that everybody's supposed to look like a slight version of Kim Kardashian. They're supposed to have hips. How anybody got hips at 21? Like and Kim Kardashian to... don't look like Kim Kardashian. Exactly. But they got this idea that everybody, you know, that a woman is supposed to always be swayed, always got these long-ass eyelashes, this long, uh, I don't know, hair. You know, they got this idea. Social media makes these young kids think that women are supposed to look a certain way. Therefore, when they actually see a woman in person outside of the future, they like, uh, I don't like this. Uh, this is not my preference. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you meet somebody, like you said, the dude was superficial. They so superficial because their mind is caught up of what a fake woman look like and not what a real woman look like. And so yeah. when you keep on looking like that, they're not going to really find nothing until they get into their 40s, 50s, and they realize that, you know, I need to probably be attracted to real people and not, you know, Instagram filters or cell phone angles or lightning, you know, perfect lighting on the picture because it's, it's, it's just not like that in real life. You know, people can always make stuff look a certain way, but when it really, really comes down to it, like, you don't really know what you like because you're so caught up in a whole other idea of what a woman is, what a relationship should be like, you know, what dating should be like, because they're, like, getting influence from TV and social media or whatever the case may be. These, with these two guys in particular, their interviews seem so different to me. Um, like I said, when I first heard, he, he thought she was cute, but she was fat, so now he put her in a friend zone. If you're cute when you're skinny, you're cute when you're fat, and if you lose weight again, you're still going to be cute. So that doesn't change. Just people that's been in relationships with people that's fat, and then they both lose weight together, then what? Then look at you. You're looking dumb. You're the mix exactly. up. You know what I'm saying? And then, oh, boy, he like, he said I get on dating apps. Because of connections, not to look for a relationship. Like, right. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? That's your, your code word for you treating everybody okay. as like tender. Like, because you're not looking for a relationship. Why are you even on this app? Why are you on that? And that's why the girl went crazy on this motherfucking app. <laughs> and that wasn't even crazy, what he said. How did she know you was going to be there? Because you had a conversation with her saying you was having your son's birthday party at this place. So why the fuck would you tell her if you didn't want her to go? Exactly. It was just, yeah, I mean, I was thinking in my head, like, I done did some crazy shit, and that ain't that crazy. <laughs> I think a lot of them put some crazy stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, do it, like do oh, that's right. that nigga? Oh, okay, you ain't really seen nothing. Because I'm like, well, mm-hmm. she didn't show up at your house unannounced, did she? Like, I'm right. Like, like oh, okay, well, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> that's right. Crazy. I'm like, that's crazy? Like, nigga, you ain't seen no, you ain't seen crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it also makes me wonder, like, how would these, Two guys in particular, you said they were cousins, how they would, you know, fare actually going to an actual event, maybe a meetup or an event where it's like, you know, a social gathering. And how would they, you know, survive in that situation? Because if Jason seems like he's straight up going on the physical and, quote, tied, he's looking for, quote, unquote, connections. Like, it kind of made me feel like, okay, you want to act for the wrong thing. 
and you on the app for the wrong thing. Like you look for physical, you probably don't need to be just on the you know on the phone with somebody or doing anything through an app if you're just trying to be because if if your main thing is physical. Ty said all the apps same, all the dating apps again is the same. Don't you try something different? Go to these events where they have day parties in the middle of the day oh, on a freaking yes. Sunday. He was talking about his experience on dating apps, but he doesn't really use them all that much. I say Ty is was Badu adjacent because I met him through Jason, who I met on Badu, but I didn't meet Ty off Badu. So, oh, okay. you know, I just wanted to talk to him about like how he uses these kind of apps and what he used them for. So I don't but, think currently he's, he's doing that. But that's his cousin. So clearly either he put him on or his cousin put him on. And they said, hey, dude, <laughs> you got to check out these chicks on this app because we already know what Jason do. <laughs> we already know he gets a spicy chick and then be mad that yeah. he had no connection with her <laughs> that was something else that he said that the girl was the spicy girl was quote unquote ghetto right oh oh okay oh, so ghetto is a that's a that's the trigger word for me and I say that because I feel like we feel like anything that black people do is ghetto and that word the word ghetto is used with negative connotation and it's like for what is it because we're viewing everything about black people through the lenses of white america white culture and why why would we be doing that when everyone wants any bit of the culture that we create so yeah no i'm not i'm not buying that either and maybe she was self-aware maybe she just didn't give a fuck and that she knew that nothing was going to happen with jason and she probably didn't want it to. So she got shit popping and moved the cup on. She got the D and, and was out. Yeah. <laughs> right. that's, I mean, that's really what it sounds like. If he had some type of connection with her, he would have, you know, went with it because she looked like he wanted her to look. A lot of guys are saying it's like how women are on these apps where, in a way, it's kind of empowered women to move like men, right? Where it's like if, if that's all you want is sex you know a lot of them are very aggressive and they will you know have sex and keep it moving and, and go back on the app and get them another <laughs> person and that's why i posed that question like well what is what is what qualifies like could can people be holding out hoes nowadays could can somebody actually be labeled that because i mean if you have full autonomy of your own body and you're a grown person and you do what you want just because you like sex and you have a lot of it does that make you a hoe yeah i don't know i don't know it's a, it's just something to think about because um yeah. like i hear a lot of the same stuff with these guys where they're just like just as frustrated because i think the society we still we still are holding on to those like traditional values in a way but the culture has shifted. So even trying to apply those kind of traditional things where a guy, you know, traditionally a guy is supposed to like pursue a woman and not the other way around. And it's like things have kind of shifted where women are being more confident to really like if they, she wants a guy for whatever, she can do that. And a lot of men don't know how to take that and are taken aback by that where now they don't even want to approach women like in person where they only feel comfortable approaching them through an app or on Facebook or I don't know. Have you ever had something creepy happen where like you see a guy in person, he don't say shit to you, but then hit you up on Facebook. I want to <laughs> say it happened to me before, but I can't remember right now. You know what? It's happened this to guy, me before. This guy at the gym saw me in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve 
and didn't say anything to me until we got back. Like, <laughs> were you in Vegas for New Year's Eve? Like, yes, and you know that because you saw me. Like, what? You no, know, this is is this weird for me? Like, I, I, so I've been like used to been hitting up people before there was real real date naps. Like when Yahoo used to have a date nap, I think I was on it back in the day. Um, I literally used to be on all of them back in the day. I used to have a Yahoo, like Yahoo Messenger is where I met a lot of people from back in the day. Seeing people, people who see people in person and scared to say something in person because you know them online or know them on Facebook or know them on Instagram. That's just people not saying nothing because they are either scared to be weird you know, they think it's making them look like a creepo, even though you still look like a creepo by going home and messaging them and saying, oh, I think you, they don't realize it, but I think it's, it's just crazy that, you know, nowadays people, you know, it's hard for them to actually speak to people in person because they're scared of rejection. But at the same time, it's like rejection is rejection. Everybody's not going to tell you yes, and everybody's not going to tell you no. But you better grow a pair and get over it and take yes. the nose and keep it moving. I don't like the fact that people are so socially awkward in person. Like, that shit is whack. That's weak. You you want to get married online, too? If I got to keep trying to pull you out of your shell, it's just too much. On these apps and online, they, there's a certain kind of confidence that they have because they're not in person. It's really hard to decipher until you meet somebody. So a lot of times when I'm talking to these guys on through the app, you know, um, if it's for, you know, the podcast or if I want to get their kind of experience or take or something, I don't have a problem giving my number because I will hit the block button fast if I feel some, some strange, some strange energy. I felt like I was talking to a guy on the app for like three I met him the first week. We were talking for three weeks, FaceTiming. He seemed cool. But it was like every time I would try to get him to meet with me, it was like something, right? And it's like I knew he wasn't a catfish because we FaceTimed before. But I had to tell that nigga, like, oh, we live in the same city. Like, if I got two jobs and two kids, there's no reason why you don't have 20 minutes for coffee. <laughs> like, you got a girlfriend? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Even if you do got a girlfriend, you still got time to meet up with me. Like, what? Come on now. Yeah, it was just so weird. Like, what? Like, because I'm thinking, well, maybe he's just nervous. Like, I, I don't know. But to me, I was like, okay, nigga, I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you. Like, if we don't meet by Saturday, then lose my number. Because this is just a waste of time. <laughs> like, what are we doing? So funny, because we're like the exact <laughs> opposite. This dude that have been trying to talk to me or whatever. For a minute now, okay, we exchanged numbers. This is via Facebook and Twitter. He unfollowed okay. me on Twitter, by the way. So, you know, he had this conversation. He was really, like, trying to probe me, like, get into my head a little bit. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But guess what? After week two, you haven't set the data. Guess who not answering the phone anymore? Me. I'm not saying shit. You know why? Because I'm not in fucking high school. And even in high school, men or boys knew how to set a date. I don't got time for that. You want to be on the internet 24-7. That's, that was just, that was an issue to me. Like, please don't contact me anymore. And then people consider that ghosting. I made it very clear. I feel like I made it very clear that uh, something needs to be done. Why do, I don't need to... I got a lot of friends that I can talk to on the phone that we go meet up to. You think that I'm just going to keep messaging with you? No. 
No, sir. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass woman. I got grown shit to do. You get back on Facebook. One day I told the guy, like, can you call me at this time? He like, okay, he never called. You can't follow instructions and you don't know how to set up a date. He deserves to be yes. ghosted. Sorry. That was my two interviews with um, two of the guys that I met on Badu. I have quite a few other men um, for this next few days that I'm on Badu that I will be talking to. So guys, if subscribing or supporting the podcast, you know what to do. And guys, don't forget that we have one more episode for season one. And we're going to go on a slight, tiny, itty-bitty, teeny-witty hiatus before we get ready and prepare for season two. Because I know we be busy, y'all. We some busy ladies, okay? Y'all know we this episode already late, so we busy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> we on black people's time with this one. See? Okay. <laughs> so, y'all, make sure y'all tune in for the very last episode of Kisses and Conversations where we basically reflect on the things we learned talked about and discussed during this whole first season of the podcast. Ashley, got anything you want to say? I lost my voice, so I really don't have much to say. All right. All right, y'all. Make sure y'all check us out on all our social media accounts. Thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends, tell your cousin, tell your auntie. We out. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all for tuning in to the Kisses and Conversations podcast. And as always, we'd like to thank our supporters, Joe Ruiz, Brenton Thornton, Jason Valentine, and Darren R. You can find us online on Facebook at Kisses and Conversations and Instagram at Kisses and Convos. Thank you all so much for listening. Smooches. Music for this podcast has been provided by Makai Beats on the intro, Drake Stafford on the outro, and Vincent Augustus on the underlay. If you guys want to check out this music, you can find these guys on Instagram. And also check out our information page on where you can find a license and where you can find these artists on freemusicarchives.org.